so much of our lives is spent preparing. Preparation is so much a part of life. Think about all the different professions that people engage in where preparation is so important. Think of athletes, especially in the Olympics, the intense preparation, the focus that these people perform and then it's amazing what they do. But all of that is intense preparation. And I think about those who service in the military and the intense preparation they all go through to defend us and the preparations they make, we hope in time to come home to their families and loved ones. Preparation coupled with anticipation. And all of that anticipation comes hopefully joy. We're preparing and anticipate with greater joy when these events take place. Maybe in a very special way, the birth of a child, the anticipation a mother and father experience, the wonder, the questions, maybe some doubts, who knows? There's a mystery of that preparation. But the joy that comes with knowing that the child will be born. This season of Advent is really Mary's season. Spiritually for us, we identify with the Blessed Virgin because this is a very special time of preparation. She had nine months, of course, and God was preparing her from all eternity, anticipating with joy the moment of the Annunciation when she would say, yes, thy will be done, and then overflowed the Holy Spirit in her womb to conceive the child. But she is anticipating with joy the birth of her son. And that is our preparation as well. Now you might say, well, that took place then, 2,000 years ago, and this is now. So what's the link between the Christ that came in Bethlehem and the Christ who comes now? Because it's very easy for us to think that Christmas, as we prepare, is really about the past, a story about the past. Oh, yes, we know the shepherds and the angels and the wise men and all the stuff that went into the story. But that would be a mistake, to think that Christmas is just about some historic fact, a story of 2,000 years ago. No, for us as Catholic Christians, the Christ story is present even now. The church throughout the liturgical year just focuses on different aspects of that, but it's always his life and death and resurrection. So Christ comes even now. Now, how does he come now? Well, back to preparation. See, God is preparing to come to you this Christmas. We do all the preparations, yes. We get caught up with all the stuff we have to do to get ready for Christmas. But I wonder, sometimes, maybe the question isn't so much, what am I doing for Christmas? But who is it that is Christmas? 
are you ready for Christmas? And sometimes we say, well, I've got to do this, I've got to shop, I've got to decorate, I've got to... That's the what. But that's not Christmas. No, Christ is Christmas. That's why it's Christ Mass. It's the Mass of Christ. Get it? Christmas is the Mass of Christ. So every Mass is Christ. Every Mass is Christmas. The life, the death, the resurrection. Christmas, in this sense, is the birth. And that's how it all started, of course. But it started with preparation. From all eternity, God was always preparing the prophets, always preparing John the Baptist, always preparing Joseph and Mary, always preparing. And so we're grateful to the one who took the preparation seriously and made it possible for Jesus to become a man. So the Blessed Virgin is central on this fourth Sunday of Advent and throughout Advent in a very special way because she's the one that took the time to reflect on the Word of God and to prepare for Him, not for what, but for a person, her son. So what was she doing for Christmas? She was preparing to give birth to the one she loved, the one that always loved her from all eternity. She would look down into his eyes and see the face of God, the eternal face of God, now revealed in a child. That's what we prepare for. We prepare for Christ, to see him. And that's why he comes even now, so that we can see him with eyes of faith. So every time this element of bread is elevated, every time that chalice of wine is elevated, you can say with the words of Jesus, when he says, this is my body, this is my blood, you can say that's also the body and blood, spiritually, of Mary. Why? Because he doesn't have a body without hers. He doesn't have blood without hers. As we've said before so many times, God could have, I suppose, accomplished it differently, but he didn't do it that way because that would be artificial. That wouldn't be real. That would be a myth. That would be like Santa Claus in that sense. Sorry for the children here. But the point is that Christ is real, and real because of her. Without Mary, there is no human nature for Jesus. Without Mary, then, without that human nature conveyed, without sin, there is no perfect act of a sacrifice. And so, without the perfect sacrifice, we are still in sin. Now, that would be the joke. We would be fools to believe, unless he was truly real. And he can't be real without her. So Mary is the, really the essential variable in this equation of salvation, the essential. Without her, none of this would ever happen. So every Mass, in a sense, is the representation of that birth, that death, and that resurrection. This is how Christ comes even now. And of course, we prepare over the course of our lives for the ultimate event, which is death. And death, then, is but preparation for life eternal. So this entire series of step-by-step -step sequences of events is all God's great plan, providentially, 
for us to come closer to him. Through Mary, through the saints, through the church, through the sacraments, through the word, all these are means, and they're all given to us through the church at this mass in a very condensed way. So this is Christmas. Every mass is Christmas. Every mass is Christ mass, the mass of Christ. By his birth, his life, his death, and resurrection, we have been set free. That's why he came into the world, not to remain a baby, but to grow up and to die and to be raised from the dead and then to send the Holy Spirit among us who is Christ with us even now. A blessed Christmas to all of you as you prepare not for what, but for him who comes in word and sacrament to redeem you.